3: This is the football of the Ciudad Mágica de Miami. This is Magic City Soccer.
4: This is Magic City Soccer, a Dade Brigade podcast, and your home for everything you need to know about soccer in Miami-Dade County. Hello, soccer fans in South Florida and beyond, and welcome to our show. We have a very unique show uh, for you this evening or this morning or whenever the heck you're listening to us. Uh, we are coming to you uh, somewhat live, recorded live at least from the Dade Brigade end-of-year celebration. Uh, to celebrate Miami FC's first successful season in the North American Soccer League uh, I am Matthew Bunch in case you haven't figured that out already Drew Hausman will be joining us in a, in a bit as well as a number of members from Dade Brigade we will have a fuller wrap up of uh, the the season kind of breaking everything down and talking about the future of the team and the league uh, in a little bit, maybe next week maybe the week after, but we do have this big event and so we wanted to kind of Bring it to you uh, blow-by-blow, punch-by-punch to see how everything's going. Uh, So we will be kind of hopping in and out. This will be a little bit different uh, than your normal run-of-the-mill Magic City Soccer podcast. We'll be hopping in and out. Different people will be joining us. It will be a little disjointed, a little rougher, a little more raw than normal. Uh, No nudity is expected, however. I wouldn't bet against it. Uh, So stick with us. Don't know how long it's going to be. Don't know what we're going to talk about. Don't know who we're going to talk with. Uh, but we're looking forward to seeing uh, what the end product will be, and as always, we do thank you for listening, We'll be, I'll be back to close it out once we're done, obviously, but as always, we do appreciate you being along for the ride for us uh, here in our first year, and uh, enjoy the show! Alright, so as previously promised, we're back here, and I've got uh, Magic City Soccer co-host... Uh, Drew Hausman here with us. Drew, how you doing tonight?
1: I'm doing good. I'm doing good. My computer died, so Matt is being gracious enough to record this himself. But I won't feel too bad because other co-host Omar Mubayed is not here. So big shout out to Omar wherever you are.
4: It is definitely appropriate that we finish off the year. Uh, Omar had tech trouble. I had tech trouble, and you finish off the uh, the hat trick. <laughs> yeah, Yeah. <laughs> So, I, I guess the kind of the recurring theme tonight that I'll be kind of uh, bouncing off a few people's uh, noggins is, what are your reflections? One full year down for Miami FC, what do you take away?
1: Um, yeah, it's, it's a full year in the bag. Uh, I think, I mean, I feel like I've discussed this in the past eight podcasts, but, <laughs> but you know, the first half of the season was pretty horrific, but it was, it was overcame. Um, at the same time, I've, I've said this, uh, I feel like I keep repeating this, but... You know, we're, we're an expansion team. It just kind of stinks that Rayo made it to the playoffs. Uh, I feel like they're a really good team, too. We'll see if they're around next year. Um, I'm just really excited. You know, there's commitment from the ownership. Uh, you know, obviously said there was some 20-year plan. I don't know about all that, but it definitely looks like we're, we're uh, set on the NASL continuing and everybody else is, so I would uh, ignore the rumors at this point.
4: Yeah, I think uh, that's going to be interesting for the team going forward, is it, it definitely in its first year has taken over a uh, kind of a leadership role in the league, and it seems to be really driving things forward.
1: Yeah, and at one point there was the uh, American Champions League that Silva kind of threw out there, so it's good that he uh, he's not only an owner, but he's also looking to progress the, the brand and the product and uh, going international, so... Um, what I'm really excited for is hopefully in this offseason we can get some decent, maybe international friendlies or uh, higher-level friendlies than we did uh, this year. So I think there will be a lot of stuff uh, to look out for in the off season.
4: Yeah, I think that's definitely a good way that the uh, the team can kind of market itself going forward. And I think the more as the talk-
1: German music picks up, yeah,
4: the more we talk, the louder the German pop gets. The- uh, so we'll be uh, kind of asking that question of a few people over the course of the night. Uh, but Drew, uh, I think we'll maybe have you on in a bit uh, after the music kind of settles down a bit. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, as always, thank you. We'll,
1: we'll, yeah. We'll I'd be- also like to say uh, the grass the grass is coming.
4: Ah, yes, Grass that's right. Grass is coming. You hear that, Indy? We're fixing it. Deal yeah. with it.
1: Bloody shambles.
4: <laughs> All right, so we'll be back. Back here at Fritz and Franz in Coral Gables. This time we have a very special guest on the podcast, a first-time guest, although she has been around for many Magic City soccer recordings. It is my beautiful wife, Caroline Gomez, Carrie Gomez, Carol Gomez, however you may know her. So it's uh, my honor my pleasure to ask you, Carrie, What do you take away from the season? Looking back on the season that's now completed, what do you take away from season one of the Miami FC?
0: Well, I think for starters, it's just so exciting to have soccer in Miami. And even though there were highs and lows in this season, I think that this team, Miami FC, really united us all. We are a family now, and we'll stand behind our team no matter what. We're very excited for next season. Um, just more good times to
5: come.
4: I think that's a good way to put it. We'll be back right after this. Back here at Fritz and Franz, this is uh, Matthew Bunch with the Magic City Soccer Podcast. We are now officially post-dinner. We saw the wonderful uh, video reflection on the season uh, by Lee Iphens. Uh, we also uh, gave out our awards, and we have a few Dave Brigade members again. Uh, Some avid listeners who we don't normally hear from And we kind of wanted to open up the mic a bit tonight Uh, So we're going to hear from uh, Michael in a second, but I want to talk to Nick Nunez Uh, Nick, thanks for joining us And uh, I'm going to ask you the same question I've asked everyone else What's your reflection on the season? What do you take away from this first season for Miami FC?
6: Well, um, the first half of the season um, It didn't look too amazing Pretty, didn't look amazing at all I was very, very disappointed Very discouraged But I still had that little hope in my heart That my team would pull it through And in the second half of the season They showed some great adversity And they pushed very hard for a playoff push They didn't get it in the end But hey, what can you do It's the first season I'm happy with that I I predicted that we were going to tank But that didn't turn out quite like I had predicted And I'm happy about that (laughs) They played very well We had some outstanding players Some fan favorites Uh, Vega, very strong in goal Maybe not at the beginning of the season Can't really blame him for that Not too much uh, continuity with the lineups. I'm not taking a shot at the coach. Maybe I am. Maybe I'm not. Um, Not too much time. Think about it. He didn't have much time to gel with the players. You could tell the second half of the season they really ramped it up because they gelled as a unit. Everybody stuck together. Everybody figured out everybody's tendencies. And Vega just played amazing. Like... When he did concede it, it, it was a surprise. Like we, we were shocked that he even conceded a goal. Um, I felt... Um, I don't think Nesta listens to this. Um, I felt Nesta should have started Chavez throughout the entire season. Um, contrary to uh, Data Brigade uh, lore or belief, um, I didn't rate Svitinich that highly because I figured most of his goals were for penalties. He did show some br- flashes at the end, but I thought Chavez was by far the best forward we had. And then came Ranella. And those two together, I think, are the strongest front two, if we were to play with a front two. But by far, my the most outstanding midfielder has to be Ariad. And it's not because he's Cuban. It's just that he played amazing. Um, I don't know if I'm going too far into the list. No, I'm going to do a little season it's player it's review. You have the mic, friend. You have the mic. Um, I can't really say much about defense because... Um, Nesta rotated the players so much, especially the the fullbacks. But um, I can't say that the back duo of Trafford and uh, Bernstein were the uh, the far out best center backs of the whole entire season. So yeah, that's pretty much all I wanted to say. Is um, if I had one criticism about this season, it's not even the first half. I expected that to happen. Um, is I hope Nesta learned from his. Um, mistakes and he puts out more consistent lineups next season Um, that being we have the same players, most of the same players next season, hopefully we do because I feel these guys have built great chemistry Um, there's some people there that aren't, haven't really done much, I think our squad might be too loaded in some positions but I hope that Nesta can uh, uh, just figure out just be more consistent with his lineups and not switch them out every game I know there were a lot of injuries but there were some times within the season that w- the whole bar would be freaking out like what is he doing with his lineups it's different every game sometimes it works sometimes it was disastrous but pretty much I'd give um, I'd give the forwards an A an A minus I'd give the midfield a B plus um, the defense uh, I would give them a C plus B minus And goalkeeper A-plus, coach, I'd give him a B-minus. And that's pretty much my thoughts on the season.
4: All right, Nick Nunez, thank you very much. Back again here. uh, Now I have, again, another Day Brigade member, uh, arguably our our most loyal listener, um, a contest winner due to his loyalty and his uh, attentiveness to listening, uh, Michael Fuentes. Uh, Michael, uh, what do you take away from this season? What's your reflection on this season?
2: Uh, yes. Uh, as far as my reflection, uh, first of all, this is my first time uh, supporting any uh, soccer club, any sort of soccer team. Um, before before this, I had never been uh, too interested in, in soccer in general. You know, I had been waiting for a, a team, you know, a local team to spring up. Uh, the strikers were never an option. they were too far away and I could never really get invested into that but uh, so saying that this is all has all been very new to me this whole this whole season uh, and saying that I can't really say I was disappointed or um, wanted more from the players or the team or the staff. Everything that they did as long as they put 100% effort, uh, I, I approved of and I couldn't ask for much seeing as we were a first year team uh, so I, I try to keep my criticisms uh, you know as low as possible you know and, and besides I enjoyed myself at every game at every game uh, I, I just I soaked everything in I soaked it all in and uh, it was an experience uh, making the t uh, going to the watch parties uh, Traveling to away games The first game of the season Seeing the first goal ever scored By uh, Miami FC player Dario, the penalty in Fort Lauderdale And to be honest uh, That and other experiences That we had throughout the season I'm never going to forget for the rest of my life uh, One thing that stands out to me Was we played against Minnesota uh, Later in the season At home And they, uh, they gave out little mini flags to everybody in attendance and that was close to 10,000 people with mini flags and uh, seeing the team come out from uh, the locker room onto the fields and with all the flags waving that was uh, that was surreal that was for, for me that was surreal. It felt like uh, that was something you would see at like a, a Bundesliga game or like a bigger league you know where you see all the fans all into it like that and and that you know that all that gave me hope that Miami would be able to adopt this team. To adopt this team as their own. And sooner or later, I hope I hope that you'll be able to see this team on Channel 7 News Sports. Uh, they say uh, he and... Oh, also, by the way, uh, Miami FC, they, they won this past game and now they're two points out of first place. Their next game is on August uh, 2nd. Whatever. You know, I feel like that's not crazy to ask for. That's not something crazy to ask for and seeing how they played and the uh, the attendance uh they got they had three of their games were the highest the three highest games uh, highest attended games of the season in general for the whole uh league happened at miami home games and and that's something i feel is really impressive and if we could keep that kind of support going on for uh miami fc uh, the sky's the limit the sky's the limit and uh and uh, seeing as how we haven't had much success in Miami regarding, uh, you know, with soccer, with soccer teams, you know, uh, like Fort Lauderdale. The originally, they were the original Miami FC, and they went over there. It's, it, it's heartwarming to, to see uh, how well they, they've done, not only off the field, but on the field. They, they played very well in the second half of the season. And to be honest, in the first half, they didn't do so well, but I can't, I can't say that they didn't give 100% effort. I feel like they did. Uh, maybe the players that they got, they weren't all that they were cut out to be. Uh, uh, some of the players we got, they were a bit older. They thought that they would get more of a veteran feel to the team, and they didn't contribute at all. And they ended up leaving the team right away, and then we rebuilt. And that's what a good front office does. They, they, they see what's wrong with the team. They pick out the players that will help, and and they made a big difference. We saw that. we were At one point, we were... A couple points away from the Cosmos For second place In the, in the fall standings and, and it feels good Like I see with other teams like Their front office, they hate their front office the, they, don't, they don't do this, they don't do that for the fans um, They Like in Ottawa they, they kicked out some fans Because they used smoke and stuff We've used smoke, smoke a bunch of times We had issues, but it wasn't with The front office, I don't feel I feel it was with FIU And that's nothing that we can control Um, So with all that said, I feel like uh, the season as a whole went great, and I'm really looking forward to next year.
4: Really interesting perspective. Thank you, Michael. Uh, We'll be back in a second. Welcome back. Here again, Matthew Bunch, uh, talking to members of the Day Brigade. Uh, I've got Tasha Moya here. one member of the uh, Magic City Soccer power couple, that is Drew Hausman and Tasha. Uh, so Tasha, again, I'm going to hit you with the same question. I've been mentioning everyone else. Uh, as a as the chairwoman, the CEO of the Lady Brigade, uh, what's your takeaway from this first season? What, what, what's your reflection on this first year of Miami FC soccer?
0: First of all, as the CEO of Lady Brigade, which makes me laugh because we just drink a bunch and cheer, and that's all that Lady Brigade does, but it's great. Um, what an exciting and crazy season it's been. I mean, from the very beginning, I mean, the spring season was just, it was a little rough on all of us, I think, but I can honestly say we, we stuck through it, and, and you know we wanted to see our team succeed. And we wanted to say, hey, yeah, we're new, but you know what? We can do this. And what do you know? Uh, fall came around, we turned things around, and it became crazy. We've had so much fun at all of these games, and just cheering the boys on, whether it was raining or super hot outside or whatever the case was, we just had such a great time doing it, and, and just watching the boys on and off the field is was just an awesome experience, and I'm really, really looking forward to the next season 2017 cuz we're coming back baby
4: I think that's a good way to think about it we'll be back in a second back here at Fritz and France uh, I think I said France as
5: though it was the France. France. Fritz and no, France is <laughs> Fritz and France is correct Fritz and
4: France here with uh, everyone's favorite Welshman, Lee Eifens, the celebrated film producer, director and Why, editor thank you. of the uh, Dade Brigade end-of-year celebration video, and uh, all-around good guy. Uh, well, so, thank you, Matthew. mutual. a regular contributor to Magic City Soccer. Uh, so, Lee, again, I'm going to hit you with the same question I've been hitting everyone else. What is your takeaway? What is your reflection on this season?
5: I mean, I think it's a hard thing to put over in a very short space of time, but I, I think the, the best thing is is to start. I think, that, uh, you know, there's a lot of things that are encouraging about what happened this season. Um, people always said, you know, pro soccer in Miami won't work. I think we've proved them wrong. You know, we've got over 10,000 fans there three times. This is for Division Two soccer. In Miami, on like a Friday or Saturday evening, there's a whole raft of things to do. <laughs> so I think that's the positive. If we have that bedrock to like, build on going forward... I think we all wanted a shot at the playoffs and we missed. only just missed out and there's a couple of games that stand out but I think we've seen some great football we've seen some great soccer, I better say <laughs> we didn't make it to the soccer ball I was going to say,
4: there's the accent, there you um,
5: go uh, but, but there's, there's signs of life and a lot of encouragement and being part of the Day Brigade has been a phenomenal experience You know, being a, a transplant, an immigrant into this fantastic city we call Miami you know, I've relationship to people who i think i will keep in touch with for the whole rest of my life and uh, the football is important for that camaraderie and everything and people coming down here to the you know the end of season thing the players coming down and being able to you know press the flesh of the players have a little conversation with them but like you don't get that if you support a premier league club you don't get that in a lot of other environments so the experience has been great the season has been very good and i think we can be optimistic for next season
4: I think that's a good way to look at it as we all look ahead to 2017. Uh, Lee, thank you, sir. And, thank you, Matt. And uh, we'll be back in a second. All right, you know here at Magic City Soccer, we like to save the best for last. And uh, we, I think we've got the best for last. A, a gentleman who has been a supporter in absentia, a supporter in quiet of the podcast. Uh, without him, there is no podcast. Without him, there is no Day Brigade. He is the president and executive officer, CEO, uh, head bitch in charge. <laughs> Of the Day Brigade. His name is Mitchell Torres. And uh, you can't talk about what we've done this year without talking to Mitchell. And you can't talk about really this team without talking to Mitchell. The captain of the last home game, uh, you know, tossing that ceremonial coin for a reason. And so now that I've buttered him up, he's going to give us a really good answer. Uh, Mitchell, what do you take away from this season, this inaugural season of Miami FC soccer?
3: Thank you, Matt, for that uh, quite amazing introduction. Uh, I was a little concerned coming on you know you have all these sat words that you use along the way and i didn't know vocabulary wise i'd be able to keep up so i'm going to try to do my best and sound intelligent um as far as coming away from the from the season um man it's been a blessing to really be part of this to watch it grow uh from that first meeting and knowing that something special was about to happen and knowing that we had to be part of it and then just to watch it exponentially grow along the way and as we as we started gaining momentum more and more and more and as the team started to perform better uh just more and more people were attracted to the energy and to you know what we put out on the field um and to get that kind of feedback from total strangers at the stadium to get that feedback from the team and from the front office and for them to hear us and to feel the support and the energy that we provide for them uh, it's well worth all the blood sweat and tears that we put into it Um, I think I can speak for everybody that just knowing that they appreciate what we do is well worth the sacrifice Um, I really look forward to 2017 Uh, you know we started off a little slow at the beginning of the year and we really picked it up uh, and then a little let off towards the end of the year but you know the team has always been open to us and we'll always be there for them and uh, I think 2017 is going to be a very special year so thanks for having me on and uh, thanks for doing what you do Uh, this podcast, you know, I know it's a biased opinion, but I've listened to others and no offense to them, but we definitely got this. So thanks to you, Drew, and uh, Omar on a regular basis and all our guests that we've had along the way. And thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it.
4: Mitchell, that means a lot uh, coming from you, especially. I think those are uh, some awfully good words to think about. Uh, I'll be back with my final words uh, on this uh, remarkable season and uh, this uh, remarkable group that we've been able to cobble together. Um, I will be doing that away from the hustle and bustle of Fritz and Franz, so you can see, hear me nice and clearly. Everyone else is going to get the sound behind him. I'm going to get a nice quiet room behind me. Uh, but until then, again, thank you, Mitch. Thank you, everyone else who's joined us. And again, we'll be back in just a minute with some final thoughts. This is Matthew Bunch now in the uh, post-period of our end-of-year banquet and celebration. Um, as I said, I wanted to offer a few quick... And I do promise they'll be quick, because Lord knows I can bloviate on here from time to time. Just a few quick reflections, a few th- quick looks back, a few quick words of thanks. Um, I think what you heard honestly really sums up the the totality of the Day Brigade experience. I don't think there's really much I can offer. However, I do think... Uh, a few things stuck with me. First, obviously, what Mitchell was talking about, about the the blood, sweat, and tears that people have contributed to this, you know, it's something really to be commended, and, you know, the NASL fan sometimes toils in obscurity in the American uh, soccer sphere, or the American sports sphere, especially, Uh, you know, second division American soccer, as we are free to mention here on the podcast, doesn't exactly get top billing when it comes to attraction, but We do it because we care. We do it because we love the sport. We do it because we love our team. And for many people around the country, it is important for you to know that there are people in this town, in this city, that are desperate for soccer, are hungry for soccer. And this team has finally been able to deliver that to them. And you know, whatever put-downs or insults one might hurl at, at NASL Soccer or at this club for the most part, we don't care. We're just happy to have a team to support, and I think you heard that tonight. Um, the second thing that still stood out with me is is kind of what Michael touched on, and again, as I mentioned earlier, we're going to sit down and really break down the season and player contributions and where the team goes forward at a different time. But you know, having gotten to meet so many new people and so many great people through this process, uh, I, I was kind of reflecting what Michael Fuentes was talking about earlier about how how it kind of, this this thing has kind of sprung out uh, out of nothing and and brought different types of people together, people that wouldn't normally be associated with this kind of thing. Uh, It's been a real joy and, you know, being able to host this podcast with Omar and Drew and the, uh, you know, the the rotating cavalcade of contributors that we've had, uh, you know, this is something that we're trying to make out from scratch, uh, something that, we have made from scratch and we look forward to making even bigger and even better um going into the offseason and going into next season just as i think miami fc are trying to make things bigger and better um we, we all are aware of the interesting position that the nasl finds itself in and we're all aware of the fact that miami fc are now kind of caught up in this no man's land um none of that matters at this point We've had our season, and we will have another, but we've had this season. It has proven itself, as Lee mentioned earlier. The concept has been proven, and for so many of us who were stuck in the dark and the muck and the mire for so long regarding professional soccer down here, it is just so satisfying to be able to go to a stadium on a Friday night or a Saturday night and be able to take your flags and take your smoke and take your tifos and take your friends and take your beer and take your grill and take your friends and just stand and cheer for ninety minutes. Uh, you know, the spring season was a bit calamitous. The fall season was full of excitement. We all, again, we've all discussed that to no end at this point. That's in the past. It that's for the record books. But the memories, the experiences that we've been able to have. Uh, that's what sustains. That's what carries on. And that's what will help us by us when I say this podcast, I say this supporters group, I say this team, I say this sport. Uh, that's what will sustain it is people who care and people who work and people who effort so hard to make it that much better, both for the supporters group and the casual fan and the visiting fan and everyone who Who makes up this big tapestry. You know, we like to harass our visiting fans when they come into FIU Stadium, but in reality, we don't that much. We actually are happy to see them there because it means even though we have our differences with which team we support, we do ultimately stand on the same sideline when it comes to what we support, and that's soccer. And the fact that we actually get to sit and enjoy the fruits of our labor and the fruits of our team's labor here in South Florida and here in Miami-Dade County is so special to so many people, and I know it's special to me. So I think that's where we will leave off uh, for now before I, again, I just talk us all into oblivion. Uh, I want to thank Mitchell again, Mitchell Torres, president of the Day Brigade. Uh, I want to thank my co-host, my regular co-host, Drew Hausman and Omar Mubayed. Um, Omar wasn't able to be with us tonight because I learned on Facebook they have, he and his fiancee have concluded when and where they're going to get married, so that's very exciting. Congratulations, Omar, when you hear this. Um, I want to thank, uh, Lee Ifens, who was a regular contributor as well, uh, and I want to thank our regular listeners. I, I, I know we have Eric out there, and we have Michael out there, and we have Leonardo, uh, the big contest winner, very exciting, uh, to send him out his shirt. Uh, a couple weeks ago um this is not goodbye like I said we will be back during the off season we will be convening on a semi regular basis we will we'll probably be maybe together next week to really do a deep deep dive into the previous spring and fall season and kind of looking ahead and then throughout the the winter we're anticipating maybe monthly episodes as we kind of discuss some other teams in in South Florida uh you know uh smaller clubs like Interkillian or uh, Miami United, Miami, uh, Miami Fusion. There's a lot of soccer going on in South Florida, and we want to be there for all of it. Not just, um, you know, not just Miami FC. Miami FC is our centering point, but it's not the only topic we uh, are happy to talk about. And plus, Liverpool's top of the Premier League. You're kidding yourself. You think I'm, I'm going to stop talking about them now? Uh, so that'll do that. That'll that'll finish up uh, our discussion here today. Again, thank you to all of our contributors. Thanks for everyone who came out to the dinner. Thanks for any to anyone who's done anything to help make this Miami FC thing a reality. And that includes the front office. That includes the players. Uh, that includes uh, the security staff at FIU, although I may be the only person that actually thanks them. I do thank them, even though they made, sometimes made our lives a little bit harder than it needed to be. Um Everyone involved in this process, I thank you and be there next year and bring a friend because we want it to be even bigger and even louder. And I think, again, finally, mercifully, I will shut up. I'm Matthew Bunch. Thank you for listening. And until next time, go Miami FC and go Miami soccer.